Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast, Listener Experience Edition. We are your hosts. I'm Steven. And Kyle. And it's Thursday. So we're almost there. You've almost made it. You've done great. One more. One more. And we are here to help push that through with our listener experience of the week, which we will jump into. But first, we got to get through the business. So check us out at all our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast. You'll find us there. Come join the Hollow Cult and be part of the community. Today is our Thursday listener experience show. Our normal shows drop on Monday. Tuesday is the night shift recap. Wednesday is night shift live, 8 p.m. Central on YouTube and probably some other platforms, but definitely YouTube. And Thursday means listener experience. So... If you have a listener experience that you would like to share for our future Thursday show, Kyle's got some info that he got on a one-star rating and review. You're going to want to share. This is true. This is true. It stirred, it stirred out good, but now we're here. And if you have an amazing experience that you would like to share with us, it's pretty easy. It's not hard. All you have to do is write it out or record yourself. And then shoot it over to the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. You can also ask to schedule an interview with us because we are buckling down and getting these things rolling again. Um, you can call or text the holophone, which is going to be 618-556-0837. You can send us weird shit to hollowskypodcast PO Box 145, Field in Illinois, 62031. All this information is in the show notes in case you didn't have time to write it all down. If you'd like to support the show, plenty of ways to do it. We have a Patreon you can check out. You know the drill with that. We have a website, holoskypodcast.com. Go check the merch store. Wrap the Hollow Cult with some hollow swag. We have a Venmo if you'd like to throw some uh, pocket change in there. Greatly appreciated. And you can share the show. It's the most important thing you can do. Just share the show, share the show, share the show. The more we grow, the more of an opportunity we have to put out more content for you all. Agreed. That being being said, we're jumping right in to today's listener experience. It comes to us from our friend, Brandon Wright. Brandon hosts the podcast Tinfoil Tales. So make sure everybody goes over there and shows them some love. If you don't already, yeah. give them a good hollow cult. Welcome. It's titled <clears throat> strange happenings at home. Hey guys, I wanted to reach out and share the strange things that have been going on in my home lately. I thought you may find it interesting to use as a listener experience sometime. If you wanted Brandon titles encounters in our rural Indiana home. It started around October 2020 when my wife and I bought our home in rural Indiana. The house is set on a couple acres, and we wanted to have that mini farm life for our kids to enjoy. The house was built in 1978, and to the best of my knowledge, no one has ever passed away while living here. The older couple we bought the house from had lived here for nearly 25 years prior to us buying it. The older lady made mention to my wife that, quote, all of the doors have built-in crosses on them. End quote, which they technically do as per how the cross sections are made to give the appearance of a cross at the top section of the door. I never took much stock in that aspect until recently. 
Before we'd officially moved in, I was doing some painting in the kitchen. I had my little miniature schnauzer in here with me while I was working. And I noticed he started growling while he was laying in his bed. He was notorious for just growling for no apparent reason, but for some reason I felt a bit of unease when he did it this time. I ended up hearing a creak from one of the floorboards in the living room, which the floor still makes the sound today if you step on the same spot. So I poked my head in the living room and saw nothing. While this is going on, my dog is still growling. I told him to knock it off and went back to painting the walls. But I had goosebumps from the whole little experience. Obviously, houses make noise and settle, so I never thought a whole lot about it other than it was a bit strange, but that was the end of it. When we moved in, and it was probably a couple weeks now, and everything had been fine. Nothing strange or anything weird that I ever noticed. My wife and I had just put our daughter uh, in her room to bed, and we came over to get in our bed to go to sleep. Our daughter at the time was nearly two, so still a toddler, but slept in her own room. Her bedroom was right on the other side of ours. The windows in the bedroom still had the old roll-up blinds on them. As, they, as we were laying in bed, our blind shot up by itself, scared the hell out of us. We laughed it off and just assumed we didn't pull it down tight enough or something. A few minutes go by, and we hear this man-sounding voice come through the baby monitor, and it says, Mine, which instantly creeped us out. We ran over to our daughter's room and got her and brought her into bed with us. That's pretty much where she ended up sleeping for the next eight months was in our room. A few days after, my wife was changing our daughter's clothes when she noticed three very long scratch marks down our daughter's back. These were not self-inflicted. They were too big and wide for her to have done them herself. So we even checked the other kids and the spacing apart suggested that it had to have been made by a hand around my size. I know I didn't do it and no one else's hands were large enough. At this point, I go into overprotective dad mode. I go through the entire house trying to call out whatever this thing is. I attempt to banish it by saying it's not welcome and that nothing negative is allowed to be here. I called it some choice names and threatened it if it chose not to leave. I tried my best to get rid of whatever negative energy was in the house. We never had any more issues afterwards that I was aware of, but I think there actually was, but we were just trying to ignore it. Months to a year go by, and my daughter ended up having an imaginary friend named Chloe that she was always talking about and talking to. That instantly creeped me out, and I was not about that. My wife didn't think much of it, but with me being the person I am, experiencing crazy stuff that I have, nothing about an imaginary friend sounds like a good thing. My wife had tried to explain that Bluey's friend is also named Chloe, and our daughter was always watching that, so that's all she was doing was pretending. Sounds plausible. I chalked it up to that and left it alone for a while. I made the mistake of asking her about this Chloe, to which she started, she started to tell us more about her. I asked what she looked like. She said, kind of like a girl. I said, well, what color is she? She said she's purple. That kind of made me feel a bit better thinking, okay, clearly she's making this up. I asked why she's purple, and she said, because she's dead. Talk about a gut punch. This instantly made me have that weird, almost nauseous feeling. I said, what do you mean she's dead? And she says, she's a ghost. My daughter was around three at the time. She shouldn't really know what a ghost is or what dead things look like. So I'm back into my whole overthinking and overprotective dad mode and told her that Chloe isn't allowed here anymore and that she's not allowed to talk to her. She can't be friends with her anymore because I don't want her talking to any ghost. As crazy as it sounds... 
Taking the word of a small child can seem irrational, but after the stuff that happened the year prior, I wasn't taking any chances. I've heard too many stories about how kids are more open to these sorts of things, and I just wasn't having it. I ended up starting my own show not long after this all went down last year. I had some random person comment on one of my posts that they worry that they were worrying about me and my family. Well, this, of course, piques my curiosity. And I ask, what do you mean? This person said, when you start looking into these sorts of things, sometimes they start looking back. Thanks for that paraphrasing of Nietzsche, their random internet commenter. I didn't put any real thought into what they said until I started noticing the changes in my child's sleeping patterns. My daughter started getting up in the middle of the night and coming into our room having, quote, bad dreams. This got to the point where she was super emotional at her preschool. She loved going to preschool, but they asked my wife if there's been any sort of changes at home because of how emotional she had become at school. I ended up taking a break for about two months from interviewing and researching all the weird things that I dabble into, and her sleep pattern went back to being normal. I started up again back in July, and everything began, everything seemed to be going fine until recently. I would say it was about two months ago. My older kids had friends over, and for some dumb reason, they decided to try and make a Ouija board and candles and communicate with spirits. I heard them all downstairs screaming, and I told my wife, I bet they're trying to do a freaking seance. Sure enough, they were. They'd come upstairs and ask for candles and lighters. I thought that that was weird, but thought maybe they just wanted to make the room smell better. Nope, they were trying to speak to ghosts. I went down and ripped everyone a new one. I told them they could open a doorway and bring something truly evil in here, something that could potentially follow them home and cause all sorts of problems. Needless to say, those friends have never asked to come back to our house. A few weeks go by and my youngest son is starting the same sleep issues. Not only that, but my daughter's bad dreams are happening again, almost every night. We end up sharing our bed with a soon-to-be five-year-old and a two-year-old. I can't say the bad dreams are related, but it seems a bit sus considering they only tend to happen when I'm looking into these weird topics. The weirdest things lately happened not even two weeks ago. We were lying in bed and our two-year-old is laying between us. He looks up at the ceiling and points and says, Daddy, a ghost. Daddy, a ghost. This whole time, I'm not looking. My wife asks if I hear him, and I say, yep, and continue to just lay there facing the wall. I rolled over, looked, and saw nothing but some shadow caused by the fan that my wife insists we have on so she can sleep. My son curled up against my wife and kept pointing at the ceiling, saying ghost. I never saw anything, nor did my wife. We got him calmed down. We went to sleep. He wakes up around 4.30 in the morning and asks for a bottle. So I get up to go get him one, and he says, Oh, Daddy, ghost gone. The same shadow was still there, so clearly it wasn't the shadow. My wife asks again, Did you hear him? And I said, Yes, I did hear him. The next morning, after they all left the house, I went through the whole place again, doing the same thing I did three years ago. I tried to banish any sort of negative energy, evil spirits, anything demonic, and said it needed to leave and it was not welcome here. This past Friday, I'm in the living room. The bigger kids are downstairs. My wife and younger, youngest daughter aren't home. It's just me and the two-year-old son upstairs. He comes running out of his room and say, Ghost by, Daddy ghosts. I end up recording this and sending it to my wife. He was afraid, and you can tell by the way his fingers are moving and stuff. He looks nervous. He's only two, and he barely talks and has no idea what a ghost is. I don't really watch things on TV when they're around. They don't hear anything I do for my show, so how he even knows what the word means is beyond me. 
The next night, this past Saturday, I had a dream that he was being abducted by these weird little pinkish aliens. They don't look like greys. They were more humanoid looking, but still definitely alien looking bastards. I remember I ran up to them and started swinging and hitting, trying to get trying to get him back. I took a couple down, but one of them stuck some silver light thing in my right nostril. I woke up instantly in my bed, freaking out because my son wasn't laying next to me like he had been. Somehow he moved down to the foot of our bed just under the covers. I brought him back up between my wife and me and went back to sleep. When I woke in the morning, I went to the bathroom and had to blow my nose. There was blood on the tissue. I looked at the mirror and my right nostril had blood crusted around it. I instantly go and tell my wife about my dream and my nose. She laughs it off and said I was probably picking my nose in my sleep. We had her family for Christmas later that morning. She told her family about it and they all got a good laugh out of it. Joking about the probe up my nose was probably me shoving my finger up there. I said, or it wasn't a dream. But that was just the last two days. Nothing else has gone on. My daughter's been sleeping through the night the last few nights and my son still sleeps in our bed. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. It's been about a month now and he refuses to sleep in his room. I can't say this is paranormal or paranoia. There's too many things that have gone on that would be too coincidental. Uh, I try to keep skeptical view about it, but when it comes down to your family, you have to be willing to consider all possibilities. My wife and I agreed that we just wouldn't talk about it and try to ignore it because we don't want to give it any sort of power by worrying about it, if it is something. We also didn't want to make some egregore by willing it into ex existence by talking about it. If nothing else strange happens, I'll, or if anything else strange happens, I'll be sure to let you know. But for now, other than having someone come out and try to bless the house, I'm not sure what else we can do. Thanks. Brandon Wright, host of Tinfoil Tales. Brandon. Oof. First off, uh, when it comes to the family, definitely keep all possibilities at the helm. Because just from me and Kyle's experiences, we know that when these things rear up, they're, they put targets on everyone around you, including yeah. your children. Yeah, and you got to be ready to go to war with them. Yep. Like, it sucks. And, I, I mean, I, we can relate. We've literally been through it. And for me and Steve, at least, it seems like it comes in waves. You know, we'll touch on a, a hot subject or something like that, and then these waves start crashing into us, and then it it goes away. Um, my daughter has been having weird situations of lately. Like, cause she talked to you that time, Steve, about the chicken monster. Yeah. I lived in the vents. Yeah. Well, the other day she, my wife said she was talking to the tooth fairy. Yeah. And then when she brought that up, like, there was nothing provoking it. She was playing at the dollhouse and I was sitting in your recliner and she comes up, she goes, I got to tell you something. I'm like, all right. <laughs> she goes, there's, there's a monster in the vent. Talks to me. 
I'm like, uh, don't talk to anything in the vents. First off, yeah. <laughs> she's like, it's a chicken monster. It shows me how to get in there. I'm like, well, a also don't crawl in the vents. No. You know? But that's weird that she's, I mean, I know she's got a wild little imagination, but mm-hmm. it's hard to draw the line between what is child imagination and what could be something out of the norm, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel for you in your situation and man, I would have, I would have went to the first one, dude, fuck that. When you hear the word mine come over the monitor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think my kids read and it wouldn't even be their choice. My kids wouldn't even be sleeping alone at that point. No, something trying to claim, um, what's the word? Claim like domain over your child. That's yeah, pretty intense. Claim possession yeah. over your child. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's that's a one way ticket or one way ticket to somebody's getting their ass whipped. Yep. Whether it's me or it, it's happening. My uh, oldest boy used to have an imaginary friend before Maddox was born, and <laughs> he used to call him Juker Bob. And he would say that you'd ask him about it because he'd he'd always be in his bedroom playing and talking like like somebody else was there and there never was. So you'd ask him about it and he would say, say, it's Juker Bob, it's Juker Bob. You'd ask him, "Uh, what Juker Bob look like? And he'd say he has blue skin and green hair. So I'm thinking, okay, that pretty much just kids imagination, you know, imagination, imagining a cartoon character or something. He was big in the backyard again. And they were all like different colors and whatnot. One day we're in the car and I'm driving around. He's in the back in his car seat. And he wants me, he, he wants me to follow these directions that he was trying to give me. And I'm like, you don't know where you're going. Okay. Like you are three. So calm down. He's like, no, I want to show you where Juger Bob lives. And I'm like, where does Juger Bob live, bud? And he goes, at a farm. He lives under the pond. And I'm like, no. Gross. He doesn't. Then I'm playing it through my head like, oh, his skin's blue. His hair's green. Like, maybe whatever this is did perish under the water. Yeah. And have, like, moss growing in their hair and stuff. It just, at that point, I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't you go oh, to where Juger boat. Bob lives. We're not going to where Juger Bob lives. Same boat. Wouldn't uh, It would have been a hard no, and I would have tried changing the subject. Be like, don't ever talk about Juger Bob again. Yep. <laughs> Imaginary friends are sketchy at best. Yeah. I used to have one that lived in the TV, apparently. I don't remember him, but my mom does. And I would just sit there and talk to the static in the TV. That's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, it tracks considering where I'm at now. So, right. <laughs> I'm afraid, I'm afraid Maeve's on that path. I really do. She, she talks about some weird shit, man. It, um, I don't know. Things you, that she shouldn't know about. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of, kind of the same, same it's, situation it's, that Brandon and his family's in. Yeah, yeah, it resonated a lot whenever I'm listening to it, man. It's gross, you know, and it is true. You you look into things and it looks back. It's almost like it notices you, like like yeah. it knows that you're you're studying, looking into, experiencing things that are on the fringe. 
And it's almost like when that veil thins, not only can they see and pass through it to get to us, they can also see us trying to look through it. Which is terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they, it, they, it has far more success than we do as far as interaction goes. Because you don't... I typically just try to do what you do, kind of rebuke it, and I don't know, I even visualize kind of like a force field around my home too, like people have told me to do. Because I, I still have issues once in a while. It's never ultra bad or anything. It's very bizarre. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just always be ready to go to war because I feel like it's a necessity when you're walking these lines. Yep. Try different things. See what works. Put yourself together a little arsenal of protection. Whatever works for Flame you. Flamethrowers. Flamethrowers. Yep. Flamethrowers and stunners. Yep. If you go back and listen to the show that dropped Monday uh, with our friend Nicholas Bruno, who is steady battling sleep paralysis forces, he has put himself together a nice little arsenal of things that help, uh, if nothing else, kind of take the malevolent edge off of what he's experiencing. So I think that each person... Each person's defenses are very unique to their situation. So trying things and figuring out things that work and uh, using those to your advantage is very important. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. The, only, the separator is just your children are involved. That's where it makes it. It makes it a little more urgent, I feel like. Yeah. You know, you, you have this this extra layer of panic about you. Because I'm the same way, like. I would lay in bed and just ignore that shit too. I'm like, no, I'm not. Nah, I'm good. I'm not trying to see some asshole floating on the ceiling. That's dumb. But your kids are involved and now you're like, well, now I got to face my fears. Yep. Yep. We have definitely been there. So we empathize with what you're going through. And it seems... It's only happened a handful of times to us when we look into some, it's not even necessarily heavier topics. They're, they're kind of, I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's not like there's any warning signs that we could, we could have seen to kind of negate us away from what we were looking into until it's already there and happening. Yeah, maybe. And sometimes, well, I mean, in your case, I feel like it's a little more nefarious, but sometimes in mine and Steve's, I kind of feel like it's, I don't want to say nefarious or anything of that nature. It very well could be. Sometimes it just feels like an acknowledgement. Like, all right, like, all right I see you. I see you. Yeah. And we had, we had a couple players in the game. Yeah. I think there are there are different echelons. You know, like when we were looking at the Bledsoe stuff, I feel like that that was nefarious and trying to get us to stay in our lane. Yeah. Because it immediately came at us at all our most vulnerable spots. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah. like if you look at my, the shadow entity that hangs out of my house, like there there's never anything threatening from from that. 
Yeah. So it's kind of a regular thing. Catch it out of the corner of your eye. And it's, it's, it's not threatening, but like what we were dealing with when we were looking into blood. So that was different. Immediately came after our kids. Yeah. Immediately hit during sleep paralysis. Immediately just say like it, it was just focusing in like pinpointing things that All were the in the armor. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it, it, it sucks, but then I've had experiences with like the bean and seeing those eyes and stuff and nothing felt crazy nefarious at all with it. It just is what it was, you know? So there are probably, I mean, there, there has to be echelons of, of that type of stuff. Cause that, that only makes sense. It can't all be fucking nefarious. Yeah. At least I, I don't believe that it's all nefarious. I still throw a, a shotgun of rebukement out there though. Like, all right, time to get the fuck out. You're not interrupting my family. Leave. Yep. But, man, we feel for you. We appreciate you sending the uh, sending your experience in. Uh, the way it reads, it's it was from a while ago. I know I was reading it like in context, but he was referring to Christmas, so it's been a couple months now. I'm assuming. I'm curious to see if anything else is. Uh, came up, uh, Brandon, if you're listening to this, I hope nothing else has came up. Hope you and your family are doing well, but if it has definitely holler back at us. Um, and, uh, we'll see where it's went from here. With that being said, hollow cult. Oh, yeah, don't, don't, don't get any more implants either. Yeah. Yeah. That was I overlooked the whole alien thing. Hey, I just remembered it. That's gross. Yeah. Especially like the bloody nose solidifying it. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> trying to tell you guys this phenomenon. I think it's all the same thing. It's weird. It's a motherfucker. It's weird that you're, you're having ghost issues and then you start like battling off the ghosts and then they bring the Ouija board in. So now you may have like demonic issues and you start battling off the demonic issues. So then comes the alien issues I don't know man strange but yeah fuck aliens word <laughs> but definitely holler at us brandon uh everybody check out uh his podcast tinfoil tales go check him out show him some hollow love i want to think he's reached he may have sent us an email or discord or something about uh getting together and being on his show, I'll look for it. Because Sounds like a plan. That would definitely, definitely be some good conversation. But that wraps it up for today and for this week. We hope that um, this kind of gives you an extra little boost to get you through to the weekend. That being said, check us out on all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit. You know the drill. Until we meet again, stay safe, stay weird. And if anything is trying to talk to you through your baby monitor, get rid of the baby monitor and the house. Just move. Because nobody wants to deal with that.